Hello, friends. It's Allison Walsh. Welcome to the She Believed She Could podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks so much for joining us. Today, I have a special treat. I actually was interviewed recently by a good friend of mine, the founder and owner of Studio Cara and Cara Cosmetics, Leslie Christian, on her show. And we had a great conversation all about going for it, defining your personal brand, making sure that you're doing everything you need to do to keep yourself relevant and ready for the next step or opportunity. So here's the replay. I hope that you enjoy it. And remember to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Instagram at Allison Walsh Consulting. Take care and I'll talk to you soon. I just wanted to introduce a dear friend of mine and an absolute powerhouse. <laughs> talk about beauty boss, um, overachiever, <laughs> attorney, Juris doctor, I mean, taking over the world. This is Allison, uh, Allison Walsh. She's Allison Krieger to me, Allison Krieger Walsh. And um, I've known Allison since I think you were 15 or 16. Mm -hmm. Long time. A long Couple time. Decades, right? <laughs> I've done her makeup since she was a little wee one. Then she became Miss Florida. And I did makeup for your wedding, which was just unbelievable. Uh, and then here we are, and she has three kids now. So anyways, I, I just, she's just as beautiful inside as, out, as she is on the outside. <laughs> and um, she has such an amazing story to share with you. And also, um, what what you can what you can help us with some mm -hmm. words of wisdom right allison absolutely yes yeah, thank, you. thank <laughs> you thank you so please start to start telling us a little bit about you know your your background because it's fascinating <laughs> and um and where you are today yeah absolutely well thank you leslie and just love reminiscing over all of our memories over the last uh, couple of decades you've definitely been there through so many special times and just adore you so thank you for inviting me to be a part of this today and uh, you know i do have a kind of a, an interesting story and you know i think as i was going through different phases i'm like i'm not really sure how this is all going to come together at some point maybe it will maybe it won't but it does feel that that is what has happened at this point in my life and uh, you know, you, you mentioned the Miss Florida side of things. I started competing when I was 18. I was really looking for some scholarship opportunities, and I'd always dreamed of one day being on that stage. And so for me, it was an incredible opportunity. I tried four times to win. I finally pulled it off, and I had, yes, love it. Um, so then I had an incredible year, right? So I had unbelievable opportunities. I got to travel. Um, you know, I traveled 80,000 miles that year. I did over 250 public speaking engagements and, and appearances. And it really was a huge stepping stone for me. It gave me a super loud microphone to be able to propel a mission and a message that was very important to me. Uh, back then, you know, I had recently had gone through a pretty significant struggle with an eating disorder while I was in high school and I had started my own foundation. And so I had the opportunity to really share that message that recovery is possible, that you can get help, you can live a beautiful and full life um, beyond your eating disorder. And so I, I got the opportunity to spread that message a lot during that year and, and get involved with many organizations. Um, during that time, I realized that there was something else out there for me. And, you know, obviously I had to figure out what was life going to be like after pageant land. And I, I went to law school and uh, originally with the intention of fighting insurance companies because there were so many denials for treatment for people that were 
absolutely, um, absolutely needed it, right? And so I wanted to advocate for them. So I went to law school. I realized mid-law school, like, oh, I don't know that I want to practice law, right? So, but I, I would not quit. I finished. Um, and during that time, I started working in the behavioral healthcare industry. I loved being able to help people get well and find recovery, whether it was from eating disorders or it was from mental health issues or addiction. Um, and then I was selected to be the director of business development when the Recovery Village opened in Umatilla, Florida, seven years ago. And so I get to help people every single day take those first steps. And uh, we have grown. Now it's part of Advanced Recovery Systems. We're a national behavioral health care company. We're located in five states. We've gotten to help over 10,000 people at this point um, find uh, recovery. And it's been an incredible journey. During all of this, though, I still remain super connected to the pageant world, to Miss Florida, to Miss America. There's something incredible about being surrounded by amazing, motivated, empowered, talented women that really want to go for it. And I love that. I love that energy and I love helping them and I love creating opportunities for them to shine brightly uh, in their world and their communities. And so have stayed involved that way, um, have run some successful coaching businesses along the way, both in partnership with one of my best friends as well as a sole proprietorship. And I've just really enjoyed being able to help others step into their light, realize their potential, brand themselves, and uh, su succeed and exceed all of their expectations. So that's that, in a nutshell. <laughs> that's a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is so, it, it's, it's so incredible um, what you've been able to, to accomplish and what you have, um, you know, from coming from, from more of a like super competitive world and and more you know focused on on beauty i would love for you to share also uh because as we were as we were talking about before um you know i was very unaware of of really the depth of what pageant girls mm -hmm. uh, have i would say and the amount of work and what that does for you in life Mm -hmm. And um, because I I was one of those at the mindset that it was like oh my gosh you know <laughs> screaming girls lots of makeup yeah. lots of hairspray and right. uh, and then it wasn't until I met you that I realized wow the amount of first of all perseverance dedication mm -hmm. I mean I'm I'm not really a competitive type of person mm -hmm. but you're I I would say you know you're kind of like the athlete of beauty. <laughs> oh, I like that. Oh, right? A beauty athlete. So <laughs> beauty and smarts, you know, all packaged together. And I also didn't understand the amount of opportunities that that type of, of dedication and achievement also offered to you in life and at a young age. So share share that as well because that that's incredible kind of like that's that's your job yeah. today right well, and it helps me so much it helps my clients too i mean i my team members at work as well you know i live and die by the saying of be one percent better today than you were yesterday right like Ooh. always step it up like always look for opportunities to be a little bit better because you know that will propel you small steps add up to big differences big change right but you have to do it one day at a time. It's like that saying of how do you how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time, right? So it's just whatever those goals are, do something that's going to get you there. 
right? And I think that it's so easy for people to say, oh, well, that dream's too big, or that's never going to happen for me, or there's no way I can do this. I've got 27 other things going on, and I, I can't do it right now. Yeah, you can, right? Like, if you want it bad enough, and that fire is burning within you, yeah. you absolutely can get it and you absolutely can accomplish it. And so you just have to make some sacrifices sometimes, right? So it might not always be the ideal situation to do something, start something, go after something. But if you, if you want it bad enough, you'll make the time. And so that's really what I try to instill in everybody that I work with or anybody on my team, any of my clients, is that you have to be a little competitive, right? And you don't have to compete against anybody else. Really, you're competing against yourself. And so just make sure that you're leveling up every single day. And, and remember that the whole point of being alive is to evolve into the complete person you were intended to be. And so make sure that you're proud of who that person is and that you're not selling yourself short. Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> I need you every day in my ear when I wake oh, up in the morning. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we, we had so many different conversations and I've got like post-it notes and things. Uh, <laughs> okay. So with that said, let's go into the conversation. You were telling me that, um, in, you know, in the workforce, you're obviously in corporate America now, mm -hmm. uh, but you do have your own coaching business as well. Mm -hmm. You're saying that women are overlooked and mm -hmm. I want to talk about, you know, obviously I am a makeup artist, have a cosmetics company. Um, I truly believe, especially now more than ever, you know, having worked in film and television, mm -hmm. it is of the utmost necessity that women brand their look and mm -hmm. brand themselves. And, and, and it doesn't mean being the most beautiful. Right. I've been having a lot of conversations lately about that. So you, I love some of the things because I've never been in corporate America, um, but some of those things that you talked about, like women are overlooked and, and sometimes how they even kind of like talk themselves down, mm -hmm. share with me all of that good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, a lot of it comes from confidence, right? Like you have to believe in your ability to go after those dreams, whether it's being in corporate America and putting yourself out there to get a new job, right? Or to get a promotion, or if you run your own business, right? You have to be packaged. You have to have a solid personal brand, no matter what environment that you're in, because that's the message that you're sharing with the world, right? And I think what I see the most, right, is first of all, women not going for it. And, um, you know, I work in, with a lot of guys, right? And they're the first one to throw their hat in the ring, right? Whereas I see a lot of the females like, I don't know if I'm ready. Like, I'm not sure. Like, what well, I don't, uh, you know, so that's something that I see. And there's tons of uh, statistics out there about how, you know, men are so much more likely to go for the job, even if they're very unqualified for it, but they're willing to put themselves out there, right? Whereas like women, we feel like I need to be 110% prepared before I submit my application. And like, that's go for it, right? You're going to learn it along the way. Um, so I see that happen a lot. Um, I also see women not package themselves well um, and that they're not able to convey a message that they can handle it, right? And so again, it's that consistency or it's the, the misalignment of the messages that you're putting out there. So, you know, obviously you don't want to be a fake or a phony. You need to be 100% authentic, 100% genuine and 100% you. But if you're telling one story on social versus what you're trying 
to get in the boardroom as far as the next job or the opportunity, you're going to have some challenges there. And so really working on that cohesive message and, and the way that you make people feel. I think so many people think that a brand is a logo or your colors or whatever. That's not it, right? It's your reputation. It's the impression that you, you make. It's everything. It's the story that you tell. And you need to take a step back and also ask for others' advice or their perception, right? Because perception's reality oftentimes, right? And you know, I think what's so important is that you know, what you put out there and the way that you are perceived is oftentimes what is going to come your way, right? So, you know, people will hire you, learn from you, um, buy from you, do all of those things that they feel understood. And uh, if your message is in alignment with what they're looking for, um, but it's not going to work well if there's a disconnect. And so that's a big part of it. And I think it doesn't matter what age you are, right? And I think it's absolutely critical, especially for even teens now, young adults, professionals, women that are looking to reinvent themselves, to really do a thorough assessment of what is your personal brand? What message am I sharing with the world? And is that what other people are seeing when they look at me and what I have to offer? Yes. Yes. I agree with you a hundred percent. I mean, it, oh boy, I, I see so much in the sense of that now because and, and we are forced, at least within the past couple of weeks, we are forced to be on social media. There, whether you like it or not, you have to be on a webinar. Your your company's telling you to do that. And the if I, I feel like if we don't have the right mentorship or people that have been there and done that, or that can help us along the way then you're kind of cheating yourself i feel mm -hmm. and if you're not if you're if you're kind of overlooking and i and i think you know well like you said you know men you just kind of go for it i think a lot is 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 you know forgiven with them too on camera <laughs> a little bit more but let me tell you from my standpoint when i'm working male actors and female actors they both get makeup Right. Yeah. You, you don't see, you know, there is no one out there, whether they're, they have dirt on their face or whether they're, you know, looking hot from Brad Pitt to whomever, they all go into the makeup chair. Right. And there's a reason why, because it adds to a certain level of credibility or a certain level of, I think, um, we we are now in this visual world that it's we make our opinions so fast right right, right. so how do you um, so let me ask you this because we were talking also about when you are um, so you came from the world of beauty mm -hmm. and has that hindered you going into the world of corporate America. Yeah. So it's interesting because I do think, as you, you mentioned in the beginning, there can tend to be a stereotype, right? Around um, individuals that are involved in pageantry. And, and I love the fact that Miss America especially has really pivoted to empowerment. You know, they got rid of the swimsuit portion of the competition. They're very much focused on substance, but that's not the perception that the majority of the world has, right? They just kind of put people that are competing pageants in a box and put them over here. And yet there's so much that you get out of it. And so, you know, I found myself that, you know, I worked so many years to accomplish that goal, but then I felt like on the back end, I was working very hard to 
prove people wrong, right? Like to dispel some stereotypes and to overcome what I thought their perception of me was. And really, I think a lot of that was in my head. Um, and I got over that eventually. So, uh, you know, I, I started to look at it from like, wait a second, I have all of these skills. I have all of this experience because I did it. Just give me a second, right? And I'll prove you wrong. <laughs> so, you know, if that's the way that you think of me. Um, but, you know, I've, I've worked hard on that. And I think that I, I look at it now and say, you know, I had unbelievable experiences and I would 1000% not be the same person I am today had I not done that. And so I'm very grateful for that. And now, I mean, a lot of my clients are searching for those lessons and those skills, right? So, you know, I've spent a lot of years helping young women in pageantry acquire those skills. But about four years ago, I was actually pregnant with Brooklyn. Um, and I realized, you know, everything that I'm teaching is so applicable to women in the workforce or women in business that are, or they're starting their own businesses or they're reinventing themselves or they're trying to, um, you know, up-level their own personal brand. And I started really starting to work with uh, professional women too. And it's been amazing. And I, I've seen such incredible growth and transformations and, you know, most importantly, the confidence and the wherewithal to know they can go for it and they can get it, right? You just have to put one foot in front of the other, right? Every single day, keep getting better, 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 better. And you're going to accomplish those goals. And so, you know, yeah, I, I had to prove that I was worthy and qualified, um, especially right out of the gate. It was very easy for people to say, oh, she's just a beauty queen. Like she doesn't know what she's talking about. She got that job because she's pretty or whatever. Like, no, those are the first people that I want to work hard to prove wrong. And I've been able to do that. Um, you know, I continue to invest in myself too. I think that's one thing that you should never stop learning, right? You should always be looking for opportunities to acquire new skills. Even if you're just using YouTube, right? To learn something new, uh, or you're taking a course or an online course, you don't necessarily have to go back and get your Juris Doctorate or your master's degree, um, or even finish undergrad if that wasn't already accomplished. Like you can learn so many things. Some of the most successful people don't even have their, their undergraduate degree. And that's amazing that they've been able to do incredible things, but they've never stopped learning. And I think that's the underlying message is that you have to continue to get better and better and better and better. And so, you know, sign up for the course, hire a coach, get a mentor, read books. Like that was something that, you know, it wasn't until a couple of years ago where I was, I was hungry and thirsty, right? I was signing up for all these courses doing everything, right? I wanted to learn a whole bunch of different skills, did that, but I needed that daily fulfillment. And so I made a new year's resolution that I was going to read more. And for me, reading means listening on audible because let's face it, I have three kids and crazy life. And so, but in a long commute every day to the office. And so I started to do that. And after the first year I had read I think 20 books, the second year I did 40 books and I felt so much more enriched, right? And you know, the depth of my perspective was enhanced. I had um, just so many other uh, tools in my tool belt to really uh, utilize um, whenever I needed them. And I thought that was such an interesting pivot for me at that point. And it was so simple, right? Books are everywhere. We can access them. We can learn from them. And again, it's about being the best that you possibly can be. And it doesn't have to be a monumental shift. It can be a little thing every day that you do to enhance your perspective or, um, you know, to put yourself out there in a different way. I agree. And I, and I think now because we are in this coronavirus uh, yeah. pandemic right now, um, it has shifted our world in, in a second. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And we've had to slow down with some things. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, you're having to homeschool as well. I think. <laughs> 
with your husband. Uh -huh. That was going to have to happen, right? You know, we survived week one, so we are winning over here. That's how I'm looking at it. <laughs> so. I love that. Uh, I think that um, it, it, it really is so important to, you know, have that, like you said, and in any career, because I come obviously from makeup artistry and mm -hmm. we have, so I work one-on-one, -on -one, you know, mm -hmm. with, with clients and women like you and women mm -hmm. that are listening and whatnot. Um, and then I also teach others that want to become makeup artists. Right. And I was thinking about something today, you know, like you were saying how sometimes women, um, they they're they don't maybe believe in themselves or their that analysis paralysis or the, mm -hmm. the perfection issue. Oh yeah. Or I was also thinking that they when it comes to a side hustle, especially uh -huh. if some of them, because makeup is very much of a side hustle for many people, is that you can if you know, women have the tendency to not go full on if mm -hmm. that's not their breadwinning thing they've got right. something to fall back on right oh well i've got my you know like it, yeah. like you want to do it but you're not really 100% committed right what would you say to you know if if you're if you're really cuz it drives me crazy to be honest uh -huh. yeah i i you're either full in and mm -hmm. then what you want to do not that you have to do it full-time right but give it a hundred percent because right. if you want to be mediocre don't talk to me <laughs> <laughs> that's just how I believe I, don't, oh, I am not up to me heard on Instagram next week Leslie I will attribute it to you <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I can make a t-shirt yes be mediocre don't talk to me. <laughs> do not waste my time I understand no but you know I think there's a few things there so you know I have and any of my clients or my team members will tell you this, one of my favorite quotes is don't be afraid to be amazing, right? And I think that, I and I don't know if it's just that there's a fear there that if they fully put themselves out there and they get rejected, that because it was 100%, it will burn at the core, right? And it's gonna sting, right? If you put something out there and you put 100% into it and it fails, that stinks, right? But fear will, you know, make it a debilitating situation if you hold yourself back, right? Like how you can't do that to yourself. You owe it to yourself to invest a thousand percent in whatever it is that you're doing. Um, that way you can really measure what's working and what's not, right? You can't be afraid of it. Um, and I, I think the quote is what fear will kill more dreams than failure ever will. And, and it's so important to just go for it. Right. And, you know, I think of it, you know, with, with everything I do at work, you know, in corporate America, I am on 100% during the day. I have got a responsibility. I've got people that we have to take care of. I've got a team that I adore. I am so blessed to work with the people that I do, but I've got to be all in, right? And so when I can work with my clients, you know, I'm, I'm the early bird, right? So if I'm working with clients, it's before I even go to work in the morning. And, you know, I've got to be 100% invested in them. They need me. I've made that commitment to them. And then I'm constantly thinking of what else can I do for them, right? How else can I serve them? How else can I make their life better? What else can I create? What do they need from me? What would make sense at this point in their journey? And so I'm always thinking about that, but it would be very easy for me to be like, oh yeah, no, I just, you know, coach a couple hours on the side. No, like I take the time. I update the website. I create new services. I'm 
always asking, how else can I be of service? Um, because it's important, right? And you can't hold yourself back. And, you know, I grew up, as you mentioned, um, I'm very competitive just in general, but I grew up as a competitive baton twirler, right? And so started competing when I was five years old, um, you know, was pretty good at it. My mom was a national champion. I trained four to six hours a day. Like I was no joke, right? So there's that, that competitive fire in me. But one of the things that really got to me was my own head. And so mindset was a big issue. My parents actually put me with a sports psychologist for a little bit and really helped with my mindset because, uh, you know, I would practice, 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 and it would be great. And the moment that I'd have to go out on the competition floor, really present myself to the world, I would hold myself back. I would cut my tricks. I wouldn't do it full out. I would shortchange myself. And my coach would say to me, she's like, you know, you're taking the lump, right? Like you can't do this. Like you have to do it full out. Otherwise, you're never going to truly know what you are capable of doing. Ooh. And that is a mindset and a philosophy that I've taken with me in everything that I've done, right? Go full force. Invest in yourself. Do what you need to do. Push yourself. It's worth it, right? Because you're only going to continue to get better. But if you only operate at 60, 75% because of fear of really going for it, you're never going to reach your true potential. And so you have to look at it as every opportunity is the next opportunity to make a huge impact with whatever you're doing. And you owe it to yourself and whoever you're serving, whether it's your clients, customers, whoever, the community, to show up and be fully present and to give 100%. Right. I agree. And I, and I think that you, you have that passion and that drive where you can make yourself do that when you're choosing mm -hmm. to do something that lights your fire. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's, you know, that's the big thing. Right. So, you can fill up your cup, right? Like you have to, you got to be doing something you love. Right. So with this crazy time right now, what are some of the things that you do and you can share with, with people um, mm -hmm. that can help them? I believe right now, this is a, a time that is, there's going to be a lot of elimination of yep. mediocrity in, mm -hmm. in different, all different careers right now. Mm -hmm. If you're not fully committed, you're not going to survive during this time. Right. And so I believe that the creme <laughs> rises to the uh -huh. top, right? So those are obviously the kind of clients that you work with. <laughs> yeah. Um, share with me some, some wonderful advice and then also what you do with right. clients too. Absolutely. And, you know, it is a crazy time. And I think there's so much that's out of our control right now. And so it is a perfect time to invest in yourself and to control what you can, right? So you can control your schedule, right? For the most part, right? Like, of course, kids are gonna wake up at odd hours or things are gonna happen or emergencies are gonna happen. But for the most part, you can get yourself on a routine that will guarantee success, right? So I like winning in the morning because if I win in the morning, it's gonna fuel my fire for the rest of the day. So I wake up and I have quick wins for myself, right? I make sure that um, I set my alarm clock early, I'm up, I have quiet time, I have time that I can work on passion projects or things that make me feel good. I have time to listen to my books, I have time you know, to do my little workout, it doesn't have to be overly crazy, but it's consistent. So I have my daily schedule, then, my family gets up and I can be mom and I can be present. I can get everybody ready and myself ready for the rest of the day. Um, and then, you know, at night I'm able to work on things that I love too. So I think now is the perfect time. Or if you do find yourself home or furloughed or whatever the situation is, 
go for it, right? It's really easy to feel really bad right now, right? There's a lot of anxiety and a lot of fear out there. You know, this, there's still so much to come with all of this, but we're home, right? So if you want to take a course or you want to learn a new skill, what can you do with this time, right? Because I work in 90-day increments. I really can't think beyond that. Of course, I've got my three to five-year goals, bigger picture plans, but I can get a lot done in 90 days if I do one thing every day, right? Think about that because consistency compounds. And if you break something into a 90-day plan, you can get a lot accomplished, right? And it and it's a realistic accountable or accountability date for yourself too. So, you know, I think that's really important. Pick something, come out of this stronger, right? You never know. Whatever skill or, um, you know, whatever you learn during this period of time could help you reinvent yourself when this is all over, especially if you're having to start over and you're having to go after a new job because the jobs have been eliminated or they're just not going to be um, as many of them in the future. So, you know, companies are having to reinvent themselves. They're pivoting to a lot of uh, whatever can be done electronically and, and virtually. So, you know, that's going to shift the workplace environment in and of itself. So you owe it to yourself to make yourself as marketable as possible, to acquire as many skills as you can, and to really work on your personal brand. Because, you know, if you have a few extra hours in the day, make sure your LinkedIn is buttoned up. Make sure that you're connecting with people that you want to engage with. Make sure that your Facebook and your Instagram, that you've done an audit of that. Does that send the message that you want to send? Update your resume. You know, work with a coach. Work with, call your mentor. If you don't have a mentor, find one or join groups. There's so many ways that you can up-level your life, especially during this time where we find ourselves at home and have the ability to do more for us, right? And I think you have to do something for yourself each and every day that moves you closer to your goals. It doesn't have to be huge, but it does have to be something. And then keep a win list, right? So at the end of every day, write down what your win was for the day, because on the days that are hard and other stuff happens that again, we can't control or you get bad news, you've got your win list. And I guarantee you that's going to help you get back into a positive headspace and allow you to move forward, to get out of bed, to slay the next day and to keep going, right? And that's what we all need, regardless of how old we are or where we are professionally, we've got to continue to do something good for us, right? Because that's going to make us uh, be more resilient. It gives you that grit. It helps define that hustle. And it shows, first and foremost, you, you that you're capable of anything. And it also allows you to continue to become better and better each day. I love that. The win list. Oh, yeah. I love a good win list. And you should have a win list no matter what. So let me just piggyback on that. So if you're in corporate America, right, or you have a boss, somebody that's determining what happens with your career at this point, other than yourself, right? You're in control, but somebody else is signing the paycheck. You need to make sure that you're keeping track of your wins all of the time. Your quarterly wins, your monthly wins, your weekly wins, your annual wins. I actually have my team do them every single quarter for me. Because I want them, first of all, to appreciate how hard they've worked. I want to be able to celebrate with them. And I also want to hold them accountable. So if they put something on their goal list that wasn't accomplished, we got to revisit it and figure out why it didn't happen. But then we've got a running list. And I keep the entire year in one spreadsheet. It's broken up in quarters. And they can see it right? So again, like we've had to pivot as a company right now, but they can still, they're doing their quarterly goals right now. They can look back and see all the things that they did accomplish and it helps them get through that time too. So, but your win list is important. It's important for quarterly reviews. Um, it's important for annual reviews or promotion discussions, uh, or if you're looking to go out into the, and do something different or look for a different employer, you need to have your wins, right? Those need to go on your resume and they need to be quantified. So it's, it's important that you're constantly keeping track of that. 
that is uh, right there. I think this just summed it up because <laughs> you know it's 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 we and I think women especially kind of going back to the women and men type of thing. Mm -hmm. We're so busy taking care of the whole world that we're, we, you don't even have time to sit down and to look at like all the things that you've accomplished because women accomplish amazing things. Yeah, absolutely. And, and even if you're at home, you know, not having that paid job, right. look at all the wins. Mm -hmm. you know, your kid that grew up that is amazing. Right. Um, you know, the fact that you can have an amazing meal, like nothing <laughs> in the refrigerator. And, you know, I mean, add all of these different things. And that is, that I love that. I really love that. I think that that's so wonderful. Um, okay. So the last thing is, how can people reach you and, and who would you, who, who needs to work with you? Who do you oh. want to work with? Oh, I love working with empowered, motivated, women. So I, I actually start working with teens when they're 13. So I start young and I go through um, all different stages and phases of careers. The most important thing is that if you're a motivated person that's looking to up level, whether it's a certain skill set or you, know, you really want to define your personal brand or you want help launching something new, uh, that's an ideal client for me. Somebody that I can really get in and help um, to create that next best version of themselves. And I think with the personal brand side of it, if you're, if you have a message that you want to share with the world or you need to learn how to communicate that message effectively, I love that. So um, anybody can check out what's available on AllisonWalshConsulting.com. And if you'd like to follow us on Instagram, it's at AllisonWalshConsulting. I've got a ton of different courses. I've actually got a couple pre-release uh, courses that I, I've loaded up there recently. I started a new podcast that will actually launch this weekend. So very excited about that. So I'd love for you to subscribe. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. No, you know, it's again, that fire in my soul, right? I had to do it. I've wanted to do it, but it's called She Believed She Could. So all about highlighting amazing women that are just killing it in the game, right? That are go-getters and are accomplishing amazing things. So those are the best ways. So Instagram, uh, subscribe to the podcast, check out the website. You can connect with me on LinkedIn or, you know, my, my contact information's on the website as well. But I'd love to be able to serve you and I'd love to be able to help. So if there's somebody that would like to have a conversation, please don't hesitate to reach out. That is perfect. Well, same here. Uh, Allison, you, you're just, you've given so many golden nuggets to people in this tough time. But again, I love it because, you know, oftentimes people will look at, let's say someone like you and it's like, oh, you know, she's got it all. She's oh. pretty, she's successful. The amount of work that goes behind making that package mm -hmm. look like it's perfect is unbelievable and i have known you for so long mm -hmm. <laughs> you've seen me through the struggles too i mean absolutely just I mean, like you've seen me you know yeah, go absolutely. through the 9-11s and go yeah. through the recessions and yeah. you know we're in the beauty business so a lot of times that's the first thing to go just like right now right absolutely yeah that, that's the first thing that they cut but it takes that determination to yeah. keep your business alive and to mm -hmm be versatile and mm -hmm. having people like you. So that's why I wanted to share you to my world. Thank you. I <laughs> appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. And for those of you that are looking to up-level your look, go to studiocara.com and, you know, check out all the different things that we have because I believe that it's really, you're the protagonist of your, of your brand. 
Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, now's the time, as I, as I say in the DIY world right now, it's about bringing Hollywood home yep. and learning those tricks and, and, and really, you know, bringing the best version of you and making yourself memorable. That's, that's the thing. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are wonderful. You're such a, you are just, you are the fuel to the fire. I oh, love it. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Love it. I'm going to light it up, right? So. That is right. You are, I can't wait to hear your, your podcast as well because you're definitely, you need to do a, a, a morning like that. Oh, yeah. Morning motivation? Yes. Yeah, I can do that. I mean, I'm up at like 4.30, so I can get that done. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Leslie. You're amazing. Thank, thank you so much. You absolutely. Hey there, it's Allison. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I hope that you enjoyed the interview. Leslie's so much fun, isn't she? She's such a boss lady and I love how she has built an empire for herself and she loves to celebrate women. We're going to keep this conversation going over on Instagram at Allison Walsh Consulting. Of course, you can always check everything else out online at www.allisonwalshconsulting.com. And because you listen to the interview, you will receive 10% off at the checkout when you use coupon code CARA, C-A-R-A at checkout. Of course, that's in honor of Leslie. So 10% off now through the weekend. Check it out over there. And remember, I believe in you a thousand percent. And my goal is that you do too. So take care of yourself. Keep working on those dreams. Set those goals. I know you will be able to accomplish anything you set your mind to. Take care and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.